Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about lost opportunity. Now, if you've not been watching the playoffs, man, oh man, oh man, there has been some lost opportunities. <clears throat> Here's a quick recap. The Celtics are up 3-0. The Bulls are down 3-1. Then Jazz and Mavs are tied 2-2. The Hawks win game 3. The Jazz and Grizz are tied 2-2. The Suns are up 2-1, and Philly is up 3-1. Now, why do I say lost opportunities? As we saw, the first two games between the Celtics and the Knicks came down to a wire. And the Knicks both lost because KD played like a complete ass gas. Getting game three, he scored 16 points. Kyrie scored 16 points. And the Celtics gave it to him again. Now they're down 3-0. Do you understand? Technically, the Nets should be up 2-1. But once again, their cockiness, their arrogance, the coaching of Ime Udoka, and that defense, and the way Jason Tatum has stepped up, becoming a top 10 player now, the, the Nets basically have no answer. So now everybody's questioning Kevin Durant. Can he hold the title as best player in the NBA? People looking at Kyrie. Like he's just a damn basket case. Steve Nash is basically on the hot seat. It's just a, one disaster after another. But you know me. I like Kevin Durant. But to me, the best player in the NBA is Giannis Antetokounmpo. He give, him, give it to you on offense and defense. He can hit a clutch three and hit clutch free throws. That's the best player. But man, oh man. I don't think the Nets are going to get swept. I still think they're going to lose the series. But if I was the Celtics, I would want them I would want to put them put them away right now. Don't let game four Kyrie drop thirty-five or Kevin Durant drop forty. Because they're gonna be coming in the game five in Boston with confidence. Like, hey, y'all had a chance to close us out, put us out of our misery, but you're gonna give those two a lot of confidence. If I was the Celtics, I would put them away immediately. And as far as the Bulls. Now, DeRozan hit that clutch bucket, and then you go back to Chicago. Then, you get your, then you get the brakes beat off you by 30. And today, you lose by 24. Lost opportunity. No Chris Middleton. And the dirtiest player in the NBA is your second best player, Grayson Allen. He scored 22. and 3. Score 27 today. Giannis is going to be Giannis. He's going to give you just 30. He's 32 and 19. But it's like, what has happened to Chicago? I mean, I remember Chicago was a dumpster fire. And then Michael Jordan came there. They became relevant. Then when Pippen, Phil Jackson got there, they became champions. It seems like ever since Jordan, Pippen, and Phil Jackson left the Bulls, it's like a 
ghost town. It was like a black cat running around everywhere. Like, Chicago is cursed. And it's like, if I was the books, I'll go ahead and put them out in their misery. Uh, Jazz and Mavs. Now, the Mavs, you should have never played Luka game four. Jalen Brunson was playing out of his mind. He should have ran with the hottest player. But you know what? You want to put Luka out there. Luka played well. And what happened? That defensive lapse. Luka hits the shot. You go down there. And then you give up an easy layup dunk from Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert. Game over. These mental lapses like that is going to cost you a series. You know, that's why I say you can have all the talent in the world. But it's all about coaching. Coaching matters. Making in-game adjustment matters. So I believe this series will come down to coaching. Now, I still got the Mavericks in this series. But you won't surprise me if the Jazz, if the Jazz win this series. Now... For the Hawks, the Heat, Trey Young hit a clutch floater, and they win the game. Now, I've always been shaky on Miami because I don't know what I'm going to get from them. You know, I've, uh, Jimmy Butler's a damn good player, but I don't believe he's a superstar. And I believe on given nights, they can just be had. And yeah, Atlanta, all they got is Trey Young or Bust. They ain't got no Clint Capella. But don't give that team any leeway. Just don't, because Trey Long can light you up with a three or the floaters, free throw line, or he can fire a herder, Mjanovic, Gallinari, he can fire a shooter. If I was the Heat, I went this game, the next game, put him away. Now, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Now, Memphis has been the second best team all season in the NBA. You know, John Morant was an MVP candidate. He got hurt. But Memphis was 20-3 and three without him. So you expect this team to go, you know what? We wanted all that smoke all season long. They go against Minnesota. What happened? They got the brakes beat off them in game one. They beat them game two. And they took advantage of that epic collapse on Minnesota. He had a chance to put their foot on their neck. But what do you know? Carl Anthony Towns finally showed up. Now you're tied 2-2. Now I see a lot of people have Memphis as the champions. But they're still a very young team. You know? So it's like, I still think they're going to beat Minnesota. Because I don't trust Minnesota that much. But the mistake the Memphis Grizzlies are making, they can be had to get some more experienced teams. So they're lucky Minnesota is a very young team. Very lucky. And they're very untrustworthy. So the Memphis will slide by this series. Now the Suns and Pelicans. As you all know, I picked the Suns to win the series, but man, did the Pelicans lose the opportunity. Devin Booker's out the entire series. You went back to New Orleans. You didn't play with lack of energy. It's just like you showed up. Didn't even care. And what happened? Chris Paul, the point guard, CP3, showed up in the fourth quarter. He had a clutch bucket at the clutch bucket. DeAndre Ayton was playing like a monster all game long. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a barbecue chicken. 
Now, don't get me wrong. They got a chance to win tonight. But they better not come out and play tonight like they did last game. Or the same thing will happen. Now, feeling Toronto. Now, as you all know, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I get frustrated. I get tongue-tied. It's like I want to believe in Philly, but just something about me just, 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 just rubs me the wrong way. I mean, Joel and B will probably win NBA MVP, and this is the most healthy he has been until he injured his right thumb. Now there are rumblings he may need surgery, and if there is surgery is necessary, he said he's going to have it after the playoffs. So at the Scotty Bar wins uh, NBA Rookie of the Year, shout out to Scotty Barnes for the Raptors. You know, they take a win. So now Philly's up 3-1. James Harden is playing like straight ass gas. So it's like, I don't trust James Harden. I don't trust Tobias Harris. So everything's on Joel Embiid. And it's like, when Joel Embiid's not healthy, he's not right. And Doc Rivers, he is known for blowing a lot of leads in his career. He's a Hall of Famer and a champion. But he is known for blowing a lot of leads. He blew a lead when he was a Clippers coach. He blew a lead when he was the Boston coach. So now it's not looking good on him. It's really not. If the 76ers lose this series, Doc Rivers getting fired and Daryl Moore will probably get fired because all the trick because all them players and trade assets they gave away just to get James Harden. So if I was Philadelphia, I would put them away right now. Do not give Toronto any confidence. Because even though Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry is not there anymore, as part of that championship roster, they still got a lot of heart. And that's one thing you can, you can have all the talent in the world, but heart will always beat talent. So, you notice how this goes. I would say this has been the most interesting first round in a long time. And I'm I'm enjoying the playoffs. I mean, you know, you know me, I sit down, I relax. I read some of the stuff, you know, they're killing Kevin Durant for his awful play, which I have no problem with. And then, you know, you see Joker making fun of him like ah, he doesn't deserve to win MVP. So it's like Everybody's having a good time. But you know, I can't wait. I just can't wait to the second round now. Hell, let every series go to game seven. You know what? The selfish fan of me wants every series to go game seven. That would be so fun, so interesting. Yeah, how about that? Basketball guys, please let every first round series go game seven. Basketball guys, if you are listening, Please let every first round game go game seven. Because I like game sevens more than I like the Super Bowl. Because I ain't going to worry about no halftime show. No unnecessary stuff. It's two teams going at it back and forth. And game sevens are always nip and tuck. A Super Bowl can be a blowout in a heartbeat. But that's what I'm asking for. Please let every first round series be a game seven basketball, guys. If you are listening, 
Help a brother out. Please. The whipped cream and sugar on top. With some sprinkles. And maybe some tequila. But you know what? That's the end of today's episode. I appreciate you guys for listening. Now, if you agree or disagree with me on my assessment of NBA first round so far, hit me up on my Twitter. Hit me up on my Snapchat. You know how this goes. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I'm is out.